We bring in the studio this morning one of the gay rights activists, Mr. Should I call you Mr.? Sure. Pepe Julian Onzima. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for Good morning. Morning to you. Why are you gay? My ass. Who says I'm gay? Stop <laughs> it. You are gay. You are a transgender. What, 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 what shows that I'm gay? You are a transgender yes, and you're a gay rights activist and an outspoken um, uh, uh, lesbian? Yeah, shut up. Homosexual? Who? What? How can I describe you? Now, we're looking at the raging debate. Uh, you're a gay rights activist. Why should someone be gay? It's great. You're having a girlfriend? Yes. Do you perform the natural obligations? Uh... <laughs> Netflix and not. I'm not sexually active right now. Damn it, master. So what are By you doing choice. with this lady? By choice. By choice. Oh, you dirty. I've just not. Uh, I've chosen not to engage. Doesn't that make you gay? Boy. What do you mean? Doesn't that make me gay? I am. I am male and attracted to a female. I want to get in on that too. So who is gay? Live fast, eat fast. Mm. Oh. Oh. No way! I can't believe this! Something spectacular. Who this in the building, of course, joined by Brendan at the Realist Brendan. Sorry, at Realist Brendan on IG. I always throw in the because it's trying to emphasize that you're the realist of the Brendans. <laughs> and you're the only Brendan with two E's, no A involved. So, realist of the Brendans. <laughs> and then you also got, of course, his bassist of Brendan, the embodiment of. He got. Underscore Franny P. That's correct. That's correct. And that, no, you didn't hear incorrectly. It's not Frankie or whatever else. It's Franny P. That's right. Franny Let's P. Get it. F R A. Put some respect on the name. Yeah. Heard. And if I could ask you both a favor, who is Mike, as you said? So he is. Mike is the drummer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mike's been with you guys for how long, you'd say? For just around. So when I first started performing with the band, it was first, it was Frankie first with our friend Eddie. Um, he was drumming. Uh, then Mike came into the picture and started to drum with me and Frankie. And then a couple of shows in, after like a couple of shows, Franny joined. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's been about a year yeah. for all three of us. Yeah, for all three, all three of us has been about a year. Yeah, mm. I kind of forced myself onto the shows. <laughs> nah, I loved it. <laughs> nah, because me, me and uh, Brendan, we did a show, what was like three years Way ago? Way back. Nah, somewhere? more than that. What was it? No, it was like nah, three years it was, ago. It was more than. It was like, it was when year ninety four. I was, I think I was twenty one, or twenty two. So yeah, two thousand. I mean, it was like three, three, four years ago. Yeah. So I played. I had played a show with him <clears throat> back yeah. then, and it was like one of those one shows. Yeah. And then we never like did anything after that. Yeah. Or like a one off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, but it was it was dope. And then so afterwards, I'm seeing his stories on IG, and I see he got a guitar player. I'm like, all right, maybe he's just doing guitar. That's he got a guitar player and a drummer, and I'm like, "Yo, you need a bass player." <laughs> yeah. What's good? Yeah. And then it it, it works because like I I love I love what um Brendan does like mm. before I'm a a part of the band I'm a I'm a fan of his music so like that just made it easier and then I really fuck with the style they were they were do they were doing a lot of stuff like. They were they were taking like these hip hop songs and making them into rock, and I'm like, oh shit, mm -hmm. that's what I love. Like those are like my two core musics growing up is rock and, and hip hop. Mm -hmm. So when I joined on there, and then he was like, yo, you should bring your Moog. It's a synthesizer, bass synthesizer, mm -hmm. and that was dope because then now I'm able to bring in these elements of hip hop 
these elements that you know you might hear on Kanye stuff, you know, like inspired like yeah. by Mike Dean and and yeah. these these crazy producers, mm. and I was able to bring some of that stuff to his to his live performances. Mm. So for me, off rip, I was like, oh, this is dope, you know. And then you can see literally if you go to the shows, we have fun. Yeah, like it don't matter if there was five people there or a hundred people there, like we are bugging out. We're having fun. Like yeah, it's amazing. It's it's <coughs> really a, it's really a vibe. So. And then it was funny because then maybe like a show or two in, um, this is one line of blow where there's like a a, a girl part that she's that he's like, oh, hey B, I think you hot, and I'm like, and so there was one show he didn't have it on the on the track, so he did it. Live. So I just I just screamed it out live, <laughs> like because I didn't have any mic either. I just screamed it out live, <laughs> and then he was like. Yeah, and then so <laughs> after that day, I I, I kind of became like the hype man, yeah. low key back a vocalist, and it's great because I can't like really rap like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna find me <laughs> spitting a sixteen out here, but I got flow, so yeah, you know I'm able to take his stuff and mm. and, and do little parts of it. He definitely mes- me- memorizes like hard parts of songs because mm-hmm. my, my my songs are pretty hard. Some of my songs are pretty hard to perform. Like I'm not just saying that to big myself up it's hard for me like sometimes and i've created it and i wrote the lyrics like mm. breathing and just flow and cadence it's pretty difficult for me like that's why we always have like rehearsals because i definitely have to like i could hear the whole song all the time but like songs like pray for the week and like night and stuntman like they're they're pretty difficult songs to like really perform and keep that energy up and like the cadence mm-hmm. so he definitely helps out a lot so mm. it's 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 an amazing dynamic like we all have our own little thing that we add. Like Mike, Mike, Mike really brings out the drums and like the hits and things like that. It's it's godly. Frankie follows the lead or 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 or, or sometimes puts his own things, puts the solos. Godly, Franny, dope energy. Me and him connecting together. Like me and him bounce back and forth with the vibes and the energy. Basis and plays the mode. Godly, mm-hmm. incredible. So when all of us do our part and we work together, it's a pretty, pretty Madison Square Garden quality <laughs> yeah. performance. And he he does give me give me is some good amount of homework trying to learn his shit. Like yeah. I feel like I'm like damn son, is this Twister Junior over here? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's pretty difficult. Because like you know you you'll hear the song sometimes and you're like all right that was a cool song, but when you start like practicing it and all right, let me really see what he's saying. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker, nice. <laughs> all right, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Even, on the, even like on the last show, um, I was like trying to practice Pray for the Week because Pray for the Week is crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, like, we're both like really high energy. We're out there jumping around. We're out there like, I'm talking about we're drenched, sweating. And he's looking at me like, yo, I need you to rap. Like, <laughs> yo, this is the part where you rap. And I was like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- this verse is hard as fuck. Yeah. But he's really putting in work, so I'm like, you know what? I got this. And I grew up looking at, you know, lyric websites trying to learn like Bone Thugs and Harmony <laughs> and shit. Like, <laughs> hey, call me Biggie, Biggie. <laughs> yeah, like I really had, like we really had to learn this shit. So yeah. learning his shit, I'm like, oh, okay, we rapping, rapping. Yeah, we we really doing a do. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And but yeah, performing it, that shit is crazy. But it, it's super fun. It sounds like a task. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, then I gotta kind of like I gotta learn the music too. Mm, yeah. So it's like you know, but it's it's fun. It's you know super fun, amazing. And so I was talking to Franny earlier about this. Um, Brendan, I was asking him. Well, I was telling him first that at least for me, it's weird. I'm not so much a fan of the live band version of let's say 
if you remember Hip Hop Honors from VH1. Yeah. The last year they did was Roots doing every song yeah. for all the hits, but I hated it because the Roots is great mm-hmm. altogether. But for me, at least, I don't think they got the vibes or they couldn't replicate the sound of the, you know, whatever song they were doing. Yeah, yeah. So in this sense, there's a, it's obviously there's a difference between what you got on the EP production wise versus I'm sure the live sound of in comparison. So is that Mike, Franny, and Frankie learning to play or replicate the sound from the EP? Or is you is that you telling them, hey, guys, just do what sounds close enough, but in the realm of what you feel? Um, No, it, it's mostly they learn the song mm. um, exactly the way it is. But <clears throat> um, g- the guitar, the guitar and his Moog, is really what adds certain um elements to the sound. So we play we play to the backtracks of the song. So in the background you'll still hear the the track. Mm-hmm. So it's like so it's like we add on to the song in a way. So Frankie's guitar will add on to the same melody or or key of the main synth of one of the songs. Ah, okay. And we'll take off sometimes for some songs we'll take off the bass and Franny would do the bass mm-hmm. over it instead of the actual bass. For high 808 sounding songs, we'd keep the 808 and he'd follow along with a different melody of the same key in his Moog. And for Mike, he plays along with the drums. He just adds the extra hits. And I think it's cool because we also, um, we, we, we like fake do our own arrangements. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we'll add an arrangement depending on where we want the energy of the song. So for yeah. example, like in Blow, the chorus is very like high energy. So we'll bring in and we'll, we'll drive that part and we'll make, we'll bring it up. Cause if you know, on the track, it, it's still high energy, mm-hmm. but we take it and we, <laughs> we put that shit to another level. Like, all right, we really bring an energy now and you'll see everybody rocking out. You'll see everybody like vibing around. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers want to mosh pit. You can mosh pit. Like yeah. we might start doing that. <laughs> we might start doing moshes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I love it. I think, I think our sound is, Stupid, like yeah. what we got going on. Mm. Yeah, these live shows be <laughs> <laughs> it's unmatched. <laughs> yeah. So, if anything, the band adds, let's say, an enhancement to the track yeah. itself. They build off of it what's Most already definitely. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So adding meat to the bones, pretty much, basically to the skull. Since you identify <laughs> with the skull, skull so much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Are you looking to add, or is there anything else band-wise you'd like to add, like another instrument or anything you envision? Keys. Mm. Piano. Okay. Keys. So solely somebody for the keys besides Franny multitasking? Or... No, well, he's a little bit different because he mm. plays the Moog. It's a synthesizer. Mm. Okay, so okay. keys would be just the piano sound. All right. I think that'll add a, a, a something nice to it, too. Because... So like for some songs, for some songs, for some songs, I imagine sometimes the keys and his synth doing the thing. Okay. Or sometimes the keys and his bass doing the thing, like doing it together. So I think keys would be a dope um, addition to the band. Hmm. Yeah. And as far as structuring things, like you said right now, you described, you you see things mm-hmm. or you can envision him doing one thing, Frankie doing something to something else, let's say. Mm-hmm. Do you write that stuff down or do you like kind of see it and then like 
bring it out in the session. Yeah, I just bring it out in a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I kind of see. I write it down for myself, and then I just like throw it out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely like give them the creative freedom to like take what I say, and then they you know make it their own. So okay, yeah. So it's like the I guess blueprint of sorts. They'll take what they get. They'll and take do what, what they yeah do. the template, and then they just they do what they do out out of out of it. Mm. So. And there's sometimes where like I'll give him like like Frankie like yo like at this part you just take a solo so just do your shit you know so okay so then besides being the lead guy vocalist and such you're like kind of like the um, conductor I guess I like guess a little, little mini orchestra I guess yeah I guess you would say that yeah hmm. we just need a little stick on cue to like yeah play. <laughs> 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 a stick in the mic <laughs> Franny how much input do you get? when you're doing like rehearsals sessions with the band and such yeah i think it's, it's like he said like there is a freedom mm-hmm. um I, I vibe a lot with frankie and see where he's going we'll take we'll take you know we'll vibe off of each other mm-hmm. a lot of times stuff just comes out naturally mm-hmm. um you know during a rehearsal mm-hmm. something will come out and it's like oh that's dope or even times during a live show something will happen mm-hmm. And then on the next show, we're like, yo, we got to do that again. Yeah. That was fire. Yeah. So if you if you, if you you look at, like, clips of all of our shows, you'll see me changing instruments, like, seeing how the show before that went. Yeah. Like, mm. when we do Really the Realist, I used to play that on the Moog. But now he does. Because the on, the, on mm. the track, it sounds, it sounds like it has a, a synthesizer, and it sounds great. But for the live show, I'm like, hey, not only does it sound better, but it's more entertaining if I'm playing on my bass. And so, you know what I'm saying? I have that freedom to move around, you know, and yeah, do yeah. all this other okay. stuff. Because that's the thing is like, it's not only great music that we're putting out. We're also putting on a show, you know, mm-hmm. we're putting on like, I like <clears> to joke around because I, I say I'm not that great, but um, I'm an entertainer first and then I'm a musician second. Yeah. So I want to make sure that you're not only coming out to get good music, you're coming out, and you're getting a show, you're mm-hmm. getting a performance. And when you leave, you're like, oh, damn, that performance was amazing. Yeah. The music was fire. These guys had energy like. And so you'll see us like, I look some, I look at some videos. And I'm like, damn, I look crazy as fuck. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is what it is. And so, yeah. yeah, we take influence from our practice sessions, the other sessions. Those, there's times that like we'll do something live, and me and Frankie will look at each other like, oh shit, yeah, we gotta mm. do that next time, you know. And yeah. so we, you know, we go, we progress as the shows go on, and as the rehearsals go on. So, Brendan, how did that even lead you into getting a band together? Like, I know. I believe Franny said it started with Frankie, then you added Mike, and then Franny got involved. Yeah. How'd that come about then? Uh, so um, after I met Frankie, uh, me and Frankie hit it off. Um, um, I know Frankie said at first he didn't like me at first. <laughs> and then after, I, I guess, like a half an hour in, he was like, oh, this nigga's just like me. That's cool. So we'll, we became cool after that, and... He would. He wanted to practice his engineering, like his recording in his school. Mm-hmm. So he, I'd be one of the people he'd invite a lot and be like, "Hey, like you have some stuff to record? I'll record you." Mm-hmm. So me and him, like you know, got a little closer. And then, um, and then, and then I, and then I met Eddie, his friend, and Eddie's cool. So I was like, I had an idea because uh, I, I, I used to watch a lot of performance videos of rappers that I love, mm-hmm. and um. Like always, I know Jay-Z all the time usually um, has a live band to play along with him in his shows. So I was like, hey, like, that's a good idea. Like, I should 
she may you know propose it to Frankie and Frankie mm-hmm. <clears throat> wasn't wasn't doing a lot of like hip hop stuff like he was mainly like rock and stuff like that right, like right. metal so he was really interested and we did one show together and I forgot what show was it it was it was it was it was in in the month of January. I forgot what year. I think it was like two years ago in January. Yeah, I think it was like two years ago in January, one year, whatever. And we played the first show, and we loved the sound of it. Everybody loved it. We was like, yeah, let's keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And Frankie was down. Eddie was down. Then we met Mike, um, which was Mike was also Frankie's friend. Mike was like, yo, I love this. This is great. I'll play. Like we'll play together. I'll play for you because Eddie. Eddie actually goes on tour with metal bands because he's also a tech. Mm, okay. So so he's like really busy. So um so Mike came along. He was like, "Yo, I'll do it. Like I'll drum." And Eddie was like, "Yeah, let him drum. I I I I think he'd be good for it." So and then we started doing shows together. And then Franny came along. So mm. it was definitely my idea because I saw you know Jay Z and a couple of other artists that I love. They have live bands. So I was like, "Hey, like it would be cool to add that into it." You know, it was really a proposal. I didn't think it would. I I didn't I didn't think it would ever come to this like mm. I didn't think we'd ever I'd ever be this far in it's like a real band like I thought it was just gonna be a one time thing two time thing because I did a band I did a band with him mm-hmm. and when I released uh an EP of another name like four years ago so mm. I've already had experience with having a band because I knew that my favorite artists like my some of my favorite rappers had bands okay so I was like hey why don't I <clears throat> Try to get a band again, maybe one time again or two times, whatever. I didn't, I didn't, have, I could never imagine it would be this far. Frankie mm. would love it and be like, "Yo, let's do it all the time." And then Mike come along, and then Franny again come along. It was, is it like a dream come true? Forever grateful. It's amazing. And it's dope because we really, we really did become like friends. Like, yeah, you know, like besides just bandmates, like we were really friends. Like we'll be chilling or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, so it, that closeness really made us take it to another level as well with the music like mm. you know because we know each other we know our vibes like yeah. i could look at frankie and you know what i'm saying we know we know what's going on or whatever yeah, yeah. like we don't have to talk the chemistry is, the chemistry is, is there. there like and we have yeah. like and that's another thing we have really good chem- chemistry on stage like. yeah the dopest chemistry on stage <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah it's it's amazing and i only say it's amazing because we work so hard mm. not because it's amazing because we just go up there and be like, hey, we could do this. No, we work hard. We rehearse. We make sure we get it right and we get it tight. And everybody puts in effort. Like, mm. there's not one person in the band that doesn't really care. Like, no, like, they put in effort. Like, Mike makes sure he gets those hits right. Like, Franny makes sure he remembers lyrics and really gets the notes right. Frankie makes sure he does his solo when he needs to or, leads and and everything like everybody plays their part as much as i do so Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing so i was going to ask you that that's interesting you bring up that you studied or you looked at like performances from jay let's say and all your favorite rappers and you noticed they had live bands uh who besides jay if anybody did you study like stage presence or shows from stage presence yeah i always study my stage presence from um um, so with Jay, I Jay, I like that he has his band and the way that he commands the crowd is just godly mm-hmm. just because that's just his swag. Um, as far as like performing, uh, Kendrick to me is uh, one of the best performers I've ever seen live. Uh, Kendrick and Kanye 
um is is is, is Kanye is more of the um he sets the stage, he sets the environment, which is which is what I like to embody sometimes with our shows, like smoke the smoke machine with mm. the DJ and like you know the lights and things like that. So that's more of like a Kanye is type of thing where like I want everything to be aesthetically nice, like even down to the colors. Like I don't like the color red, so <laughs> when we when we do live shows, there's no red lights when when we do our set. Like yeah, I'm down to the T. Like I'm like real, like meticulous. Yes, like like just because I want the aesthetic, everything to be brought back to the brand, to 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 what people enjoy, like to what people like. Oh, when I go to a Brendan show or a Rilla show, I know what to expect. Uh, so I hope that ain't bothering you right there. The mixer is red. <laughs> <laughs> like the red Stop. lights. I mean, I got the, I got the, I got the red socks on. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> so like every uh, so as far as like stage presence and breathing uh Eminem is someone I look up to hmm. as far as breathing and cadence and just like stage presence like the way he can do his cadence and keep his energy up and like cuz a lot of my music is kind of like that I I don't take the most inspiration from from Eminem like he's not like he's not like a Jay-Z to me he's definitely hmm. top 5 of all time though I would say that he's definitely one of my favorite MCs of all time. Strictly MCs. speaking, MCs. Yeah, yeah, Yo, MCs yeah. of all okay. time. Um, yeah. So, like, as far as him, like, rapping, like, he, I take a lot of a lot of points from him live when, you know, of course, when he used to do his thing. Mm-hmm. Kendrick is another thing. Like, he keeps his energy. He knows how to change up certain words in his song that when the song is really fast, he'll take off certain words for his breathing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, 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 I started to notice that. I'm like, okay, cool. That's another tactic I can do for hard songs like Pray for the Week and Fast Flows that I usually do. I can take off certain words and fix the cadence and breathe better. Which mm-hmm. Kendrick does that perfectly. Um, Kendrick keeps up his energy. He knows how to look at the look at the crowd. And I notice a lot in his shows like... He'll do the, he'll do these cadences and then he'll look at the crowd and like have him sing it with him. Like he'll he'll move his body language to welcome the crowd. Like he'll do like little hand gestures that invites people in to sing with him. Mm-hmm. And um he also pays attention to each side of the stage. Uh he looks to the left, he looks to the right, he makes sure he doesn't he he doesn't spoil any side of the stage. Goes to the left, goes to the middle, goes to the right, runs here, runs here, like he keeps it like that. Uh, mm. Travis Scott is an amazing performer. Travis Scott's amazing. His energy is is unmatched. His energy is there. Like if he starts here, he will end here. Like his energy is amazing. Um, I love his interactions with the crowds is is amazing too. Like mm. he'll even call people on stage. Like have people sing the songs. Oh, he loves his fans sing it. too. Yeah, Travis loves his fans too. Um. Or some other people. Um, uh, Wu Tang. Uh, Method Man is an amazing person. Method Man. Oh, he yes. owns that shit. Yes, yes. I was, I was just about to say Method, Method, and um, Method Ray and, and Raekwon to me, like hmm. they really own like that, like that real, like real hitter spitter. Like I'm spitting this, and you gonna listen to me type of thing. Like that's that Method Man Wu Tang type. And I'm ODB in the background, like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I definitely take inspiration from um, dudes like that. As far as the performance mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. side of things, of course. And I, I do take I do take some things about some things about performances about artists that I don't really 
listen to or care about. I, I even use that as what do they do in their live shows that like I could use for mine. Mm. So stuff like that. Nice. So now, I mean, we've really drawn a lot of focus on Brendan, of course. On oh, J. Cole, sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. J. Cole's an amazing performer. J. Cole He's, got better with time. Yeah, he did. Well, well, well when I started seeing J. Cole, he yeah. was amazing to me. I guess I didn't see him like... Because I, I became a J. Cole fan uh, later. I wasn't I wasn't like a beginning J. Cole fan like mm. I was with Kendrick. Okay. Like I wasn't there for Dollar in the Dream. I wasn't there. Like I came in late at Born Center. So like I had to listen huh. to everything else when I when I started listening to him. So when I went to his shows, uh the first time I seen him was the Meadows. Okay. At the Meadows when he released twenty four two thousand fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Gosh, gosh. So yeah. by then I'm sure he was an amazing performer already. He was He got better. Great. Like to me, he was just great. The way he commanded the presence, the way he went to the left, went to the right, like kind of like a Kendrick. And then when I saw him for the KOD concert, mm. I was second row too. I was like, You motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, Cole, I was like, Cole, Cole can perform. Like, and he loves his fans too. Yeah, he does. I love that. I just love that about, about artists. Like, I love that about artists. Like, you love your fans. Like, I, I, w- I can never, ever see myself being famous and and when 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 we get to that level i will never ever see myself like brushing off a fan or like like making my anger because of my day or like what i'm going through come over me and take it out on the fan i will never do i vowed to never do that or try my hardest never to get to that point well it's recorded now so we'll hold you to it right nah and i'm gonna (laughs) hold myself to it because Fans are everything. Like, you need to love your fans. Like, they make you your money. Like, they are your boss. Your fans are your (laughs) boss. Like, those are your people that look out for you. They ride for you. Whatever fucking scandals you go through, Mm -hmm. cheat on your wife, uh, sleep with 25 (laughs) hookers. Fans will still get their names tatted on you and still love you for life. That's like, like Frank Ocean in one of his songs. He's like, I should be paying y'all. Like, (laughs) Yeah, it's really real like that. Like, so like, Fans is everything. And I really loved how John Cena, I don't know if you ever saw it, but there was a video recently. He was at a clothing store mm-hmm. and some guy, some guy tried to ask him questions and like, like, hey, can I record you? Or like and John and John Cena would answer the question, but he was like, Oh, you know, um, you know, um, I don't really want to be recorded right now, but you know, it's cool. But he was nice. And the guy kept recording him and like he checked him, but it was so in love and it was so respectful. Like, hey, like. I told you to stop recording me, like, like, chill out, like, and then he just said, hey, you have a nice day. He just walked out the store, mm-hmm. and, like, I think TMZ caught it, and they were like, yo, that was very big of John Cena to handle something like that, like, yeah. so, and John Cena loves his fans. I love John, John Cena's Cena. an amazing person. I love John Cena. I never liked him as a wrestler, but. As, as a, a wrestler, person, he wasn't awesome. my favorite, but as a person, yeah. Yeah. The Make-A-Wish Foundation, like, mm-hmm. he's there all the time. He's the most wished uh, person yeah. for Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> he's amazing. John Cena, he loves his fans, especially the kids, too. He's I big as that. fuck, too. I don't, I don't think I ever wanted to, like, piss him off, too. Yo, my nigga, shoulders is, like, shoulders. three, three meters. Yeah. The forearms. Like and Mr. they got Krabs. bigger throughout the years. Yeah. Yo, he he, he a rapper, too, so what's up? Yo, oh, did John, you hear the? Did she hear has the a new song of a verse of some some dude. I uh, forgot what song is it. Forgot his name, but it wasn't bad actually. It was actually dope as hell. Yo, John me. Cena, what's up? You trying to jump on the track? Yeah, I think John Cena's <laughs> verse was dope as hell. I think I was like, 
I don't think you want to get hype around him, though, because he's too big. He starts getting all involved and moving around. Now, when we get bigger stages... <laughs> Amash, like, Amash. Amash. <laughs> I'm moving away. Like, nah, you Imagine good. eating his shoulder check. Oh. Uh, Catching that delt right now, nigga, draw. I think your jaw broke. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when we get when we get bigger stages, don't worry, Cena. You coming through? You know what I'm saying? Backstage, whatever food you like, <laughs> listen. And Stone Cold too. You <laughs> make it happen. Stone Cold better be nice to me. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> and even 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 in that, like I think we draw inspiration of how those wrestlers were and how they come out with that energy. Like yeah. it's the same thing. Like when we yeah. come when we come out and it's like, ah, right, yo, yeah, and this is performer. Real as Brendan, yeah. and we come out like we coming out like, yeah. and we fucking yeah. like. Oh, there you go. You can get like some of that uh like uh candy glass, whatever breaking when you come in as the entrance. Oh, oh word! What's up? We breaking some glass. I'll jump through some glass. <laughs> could do that. I'm telling you, bro. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be jumping off his of shit. Please, please like, do that. I'm gonna be wilding the fuck out. Please do that. I want to do crowd walks. See, see, I do a crowd Ooh. surf. Crowd walk is scary. I don't know if I That's trust you. That's what Tyler the Creator does. Don't, don't do it to them with the Tims on, though. Right, you're gonna be crushing their fucking rough. fingers. <laughs> 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 no, but even that, like, that's what, that's what, like, um, we were talking about, like, stage presence and like who we like look up Tyler. to. Like, I look at Tyler the Creator. Tyler. They're crazy. Like, like Tyler's you said, like man. Travis, like he's really wild, wilding the fuck out. Like when I saw mm. him, he was opening up for Kendrick. And he, oh, and you he, saw, you yeah, went that, yeah. And I would say that he outperformed Kendrick. And yeah, because that was when he was uh, touring for Good Kid, right? He was good. No, kid, no, right? no, no, no. This was uh, he was touring for Damn. It was a Damn tour, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, because he had Travis Scott open up for him. He had drama. Travis outperformed Kendrick. Yeah, bro. Oh, wow. And this is when he came through on that flying bird and shit. Oh wow. When he, like there was like a bird flying above the stage. And I'm talking about this man was like bugging the fuck out on top of this bird. And I'm like, yo, chill, bro. Your career just starting, man. Like, we need you. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you. that. But I, I love that shit. Like, I, and I used to watch a lot of like um, Slipknot shit when I was in yeah. high school and whatever. So Reminding like, you of that shit. Right. So Slipknot, like, I love the motherfuckers because they have like drummers and shit that they would just leave their drums and shit. Run around, start fucking turning up, <laughs> fucking spit at a fan or some that's shit. True. Like these motherfuckers is wild, and then wild. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, All right, this is what we doing. So that's what it's times, and that's what I love about the music. Sometimes like he leaves like part of the 808s in, mm. so I got time to just chill and bug yeah. out. So like the last show we was doing, pray for the week. I fucking I took the mic off the fucking yeah. stand and, and I was just like, singing and the, I was just the pre-chorus. Which that's my pre-chorus, yo. Talking about like turning into Brooklyn, like when Pray for We come on, like <laughs> I turn into Brooklyn. Like I actually like as as like out of all hooks, that's one of the hooks that I'm most proud of. One of the hooks I'm most proud of. I it, it took me it took me two tries to write um a song that song. Mm-hmm. I'm very very proud of that hook. There's a couple of hooks where like the hyper songs. I'm proud of the hooks I made because believe it or not. Um, hyper hyper energy songs have always been harder for me to make mm-hmm. than um storytelling smoother type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a I'm I'm such a conceptual conscious type of artist that I can't make a song if it doesn't have some type of concept. Mm-hmm. And I think for hyper songs, it's a little hard to grab the crowd and to have um um. 
uh, a thought-provoking type of message. Mm-hmm. It's like it's pretty hard to do that. It's mm-hmm. not easy. Like rappers that do that, that's how you know they're talented. Like Mad City is like that's a genius type of writing. Like, it is. It's yeah. genius. It's a it's a it's a it's a hype song. It's it's ignorant. It's stupid, but it's not. It has a story. It's a whole story. Like it's it's like I love that. So it took a while for me to kind of master that. So Stuntman, Pray for the Week, Night. Um Really the Realist. The Realist. Well, the Realist was hard was easy for me because that's one of the newer ones. Oh, gotcha. That I was easy for me. Cause that's when I mastered like hyper songs. Mm. But like Stuntman, Pray for the Week, Night. And um yeah, those are the ones I'm like really proud of those of those hooks. Like those choruses are like Wow, I really did that. I'm very proud of the hard work I put into that chorus. You so. should be. Overall, it's a really strong project. You Thank know, you. EP. And uh, we'll go through tracks, everything as far as your involvement, you know, crafting of and everything, too. But before we do that, I do want to kind of jump into Franny. As far as, you know, how you came up. Yeah, yeah please go ahead. Mikasa Sukasa. <laughs> So for the little bit of Spanish, I hope he knows. <laughs> <laughs> now he be spitting that Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Food. That's the- that Spanish be coming out like yo, dame ma, dame So then, as far as you're concerned, Franny, you joined later on. You're the last leg to join the, the group, if anything. Yeah. But what's your influences as far as you playing the bass? How, what got you into playing that? How'd you come up, you know? So I actually started like in high school. I started learning how to play guitar. Um, I actually started trying to learn how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit was mad difficult. My fingers didn't move in that certain way with these <laughs> chords and shit. And I was like, eh. Do your fingers all have to move in different ways or are they all involved in their all sense? Um, they kind of have, they're kind of doing two different things. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, but they, they coincide in some way. I don't mm-hmm. know. For me, it's just like, I just started playing and it they connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything's doing a, a little something different. Um, now that I play the synthesizer, I, I got to learn even more, you know, and I'm oh, damn. doing yeah. two different things with, you know, two different hands trying to figure out like, <laughs> you know, but we're making it happen. Um, but yeah, they they coincide. Oh, nice. Okay. So who was your influence as far as like getting into the bass who, while you were playing so, in high school? When when I started off in high school, I started listening to like you know I grew up with it, so a lot of and around that time it was like a very I don't want to say the emo scene like the punk scene, <laughs> but you know it's a lot of Taking Back Sunday, My Chemical Romance, uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, like these type of bands. Oh, okay. okay. And then hmm. and then I started I was all before that I was also listening to like Slipknot and you know Rage Against the Machine and um. Red Hot Chili Peppers, a lot of those bands. Cause, so I, I had both. I had like, you know, a little mix of influences. But I started playing bass because I started going to church and they were like, we need a bass player. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, this is a fun, easy way for me to get into playing music. Mm-hmm. So I started playing there and there's like a lot of like contemporary rock, Spanish music. You know, I learned a little bit of salsa and, you know, those coritos in the church or whatever. Like, so we did a lot of that. But outside of that, I was I was also playing in school. So we would play like I was in orchestra. Um, mm. I only made it to like the second year of orchestra. So we <laughs> wasn't doing no crazy stuff. But I got a little bit and I had friends in high school who were playing some rock. So they kind of put me onto some things. OK. So, yeah. So that's how I started playing bass. Um, now it's like a lot of try. I got into like a lot of funk and, you know, still pushing through with the rock stuff and 
it's it's like so many influences like so they they kind of just all merged and became what it is now like i wouldn't say i'm great but i'm i make it happen you know and i bring and that's the thing i, I like to bring a, a sort of a different sound and sort of a different energy when i'm on there like i'm not i'm not just a musician i'm not just somebody who's going to come up here and play in the background i'm a part of your music you know i'm a part of what of what you do mm-hmm. and sometimes that's why you know with some some artists you don't really click because that's not what you're supposed to do that's not where you're you know where your heart is at so you you'll see that energy is not there yeah. but when the energy is there and the energy is real and you like what you do man like it it's it's amazing it's mad beautiful like mm. the, like i really i really be telling brendan like yo this really gives purpose to the rest of the of gives my life i guess in sense i don't say like that but <laughs> gives my life purpose outside of what i do on a, on a day-to-day you know my regular work shit like this shit really is like he almost made me cry when you said that. <laughs> He's saying you're his life fuel. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, get too definitely. Hype. don't get too hype. <laughs> I definitely was grateful though. <laughs> but it, it definitely, you know, and and I feel like I fit right in into this band. So you know, it worked out. Um, and like kind I said, of gelled in. Yeah, yeah I, it 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 was like a smooth transition mm. when I came in. It wasn't like no beef. Like, oh, who's this dude? Like, there was nothing of that, and we just kind of vibed in and. It, I remember the I have clips from the first time we rehearsed, and we were like, "Oh shit!" Like Mike threw his fucking stick. Like he oh, was, yes. he's like, "Yeah, nigga." I remember. I'm pussy, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We wow. really like we really bugged out because it was like, "Yo, we really got something here," you know. And in in this music, you you will hear a lot of like that Rage Against the Machine vibes. You're gonna hear a lot of that, you know turn up rock shit but you're gonna hear bars at the same time like yeah. don't get it twisted like <laughs> come to you bars nigga <laughs> <laughs> insert funk master flex here <laughs> this is new york this is new york yeah so you know i started listening to like i, I the reason i got into the moog i started listening to well first snarky puppy got me into it snarky puppy is like a all instrumental band they're like a jam band mm-hmm. they're sick and so they bring a lot of different elements of sound into their into their music. So I was like, oh, that's fire. Let me get this shit. And then I started using it. Um, I started looking up a little bit more of Mike Dean and, you know, mm. a lot of these people who are producing and using these instruments. And um, what's the dude that did uh, uh, that Mo Bamba shit? Like, he used a Moog. Like, so, like, oh, people, okay. Yeah. Chuck West. Pe- yeah. yeah. So people really like, oh, shit. Like, you know, they fucking with this movement. I fuck with Travis Scott and his music. Yeah. He uses a lot of heavy synths. Mm. He brings that element. So um, it's like, in, I, I'm sorry, I'm giving away what we're doing later. But like on Stuntman, like you'll hear elements of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's that nice, like trippy synth, like dark, but like, yo. So I was like, you know what? That works. So this is, and, and it's cool that um, Brendan like sees that influence brings it into his music and knows that like i'm gonna fuck with it like you know like <laughs> this time's a he'll do shit like just for me like yo listen to that and i'm like oh all right good luck <laughs> you know because some man was stupid when we, yeah. when we did that shit like live oh my god live must be a whole different thing for that yeah. bringing that to life oh my god that was yeah. amazing. do you I regret sometimes maybe get too amped too hype nah no i I even the we the first time we performed it was at the EP release party, mm-hmm. and that was the first time anybody has ever heard the song besides the 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 band. Like nobody heard it, like just mm-hmm. the band, and I got everybody to sing back the chorus, the 
the the chant because the chorus is kind of like a chant mm -hmm. in a way and the whole room was just screaming that out i have footage of it i have to put it to my laptop into my phone because it's a pretty big um file but mm -hmm. it was it was it was unmatched it was godly i'm gonna post that next yeah. that's what i'm gonna post mm -hmm. next and when you hear that you're gonna be like oh So at some point we'll hopefully get Frankie back in here and Mike, the whole gang yes. together per se. But as far as Franny, with everything you've brought to the band, as far as your contribution, have your influences kind of crept over into Brendan as far as, Hey, I used to listen to MCR, you know, all those bands I loved mm -hmm. and vice versa. Has he like, had you caught on anything he grew up with or he takes from as far as influences go? Oh, well, I definitely had to listen to more uh, Jay-Z and Kanye. Like, I had to revisit shit because <laughs> this man would not stop. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll revisit it. Um, I don't know if if I've brought too much, but it's like, I guess with whatever my influences are and the way that I play, I've just brought that to it. Mm -hmm. So subconsciously, it's it's in there. Yeah. Um, And like, like I said, like, he gives us a lot of freedom to do shit. Mm. So... I, you know, it's it's a it's a learning experience. I'm learning more just being a, a part of this band, like being next to people who are like nice as fuck. as like Frankie, like yeah. it makes you like step up and like I I got to get to another level because this man is like on command could give you a fucking sixteen of a solo, like you know what I'm saying, like a sixteen bars. He can give you anything, uh, right? On like command. <laughs> on you, command. You name you shout out a genre. Mm -hmm. He just on command. Mm -hmm. Shout out country. <laughs> yeah like and he can even play jazz that that that's oh, actually yeah, yeah. his i remember yeah you know, he said that that's one of actually his primary genres mm -hmm. and when i found that out i was like i want to put more jazz into my into my hip-hop and like you're perfect because yeah. not everybody can play jazz mm -mm. jazz is the hardest genre to play and if he said that's one of his primaries and he he like in command i said you know how to play jazz of course that's one of my primaries he i'm like you are a god, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think for the band, what I, I I would say is what I what I bring the most is like, I guess energy. Mm. Like I it bring brings that, way more than just energy. I bring this energy. That's all, being I modest, That's all bro. I do. That's all I do, man. I just modest. I just bring a little bit of energy. He brings energy, and people, you know, they like it. And they fuck with it. Like for the EP release party, I had actually like double booked myself. Mm. I had booked a trip to Atlantic City with my friends. And then I was like, fuck, it's th is that weekend? It was like that same weekend? And Frankie was like, nah, bro, you can't go. <laughs> I need you there. I need that energy. I didn't even say that. Yeah. Frankie's, it wasn't I even was Brendan. Like, Brendan wasn't, was like, okay. I was like, if, if you can't do it, like, I'm not going to force you to, to do this show. I, I get it. Like, if you can't, I get it. I'm not mad. Like, Frankie's the one that said, no, you need to be. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know, and then I met up with my friends afterwards, the day after, but it was cool. Like, it worked out. It worked out, yeah. It worked out crazy, too. And, yeah, I think I think that I, that's what I do. I, I bring a little bit of the, more of that confidence and that energy that, like, because sometimes midway through a show, Brendan's, you know, he needs a break. Exhausted, I'm He's sure. exhausted. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're bringing high energy the whole time. So it's like the fact that there's this balance and then he could, yeah. he could push off to me, you know? Yeah. And then I know I know enough verses to, like, I can like cover him. Yeah. Do a cover myself, you know? For yeah, at least so. at least ten a good ten, fifteen seconds for me to get like my lungs better. 
Because it's really just my lungs. Like, my body doesn't really get tired. It's just my, uh, I get sweaty and my lungs. <laughs> it's just my lungs. Yeah, we definitely got to bring an extra pair, an extra shirt when we go when we do yeah, shows. Yeah, like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when we start doing shows, shows, mm-hmm. traveling I mean, al- shows. Already, you know, the yeah. last show I had to, after after the show, I had to take this shit off and then put a put another shirt yeah, on. Yeah, it, like, it was insane. Yeah, we definitely got to, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so, and, and it's cool, like, that we get to, we get to have that balance, yeah. you know, and. I get to fake rap, so it's cool. It's That's cool, lit. you know? It's lit. I enjoy that shit. I don't say fake rap. You know, it's still involved. <laughs> you still got to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, learn the lyrics. It's lit. You know, your own breath control, I'm sure. It right. reminds me of anything of like uh, when Public Enemy did uh, that track with Anthrax. Yeah. Bring the noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bring... Just like that. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, we 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 <laughs> we be out of breath. like, And even then, like. I've I've started taking it upon myself. I'm like, you know what? He's a performer just like me now. Yeah, like so it's like now I gotta start th- taking things into consideration. Like, uh, yeah. maybe I should cut out on the smoking. <laughs> maybe I should don't drink this and like, you know, because it, yeah. it it is it is hard work. Like, and like he said, like he'll and I'll get mad at him. I'm like, yo, why do you write shit that you that you <laughs> that you might not be able to rap? And I'm like, <laughs> I always gotta challenge myself. Always. So you know, sometimes it, I go to record and like. Shit, why do I have to challenge myself? Like, <laughs> why do I gotta outwrap myself? Like, why? But it's an addiction. It's a Vegeta complex. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be some shit that, like, there'll be some bass lines that I, I, I can play, but I can't sing along to it. Yeah. Cause then I get lost. So now it's like that next step of, like, I learn how to play that shit and sing. Yeah. Like, when we do Getaway, it's not even like a hard thing, but it's just a pattern. Like, I gotta be real focused on the beat. Yeah. And then if I try to sing, like it, I throw it, my whole yeah, stuff off, like yeah. I throw my whole rhythm off. That's the synchronicity of it. Yeah. Oh boy. That, that going into what you were saying about the do our fingers like line up or whatever. Yeah. Doing that shit is hard because it's like your bass. If you you have to be doing something completely different on your bass, and then your cadence of your voice is different. Way different. Way yeah. different. Like mm. it's like because like for example, getaways. And then I gotta do that while singing. Um, I just want to get, get away. away. And oh. so it's like yeah. these two different things. and it's, <laughs> But it's, it's super fun. It's super challenging. Oh, yeah. I like that we're not doing something boring, mm. you know, because that's where a lot of artists get into. They get into this like rhythm of doing these boring songs yeah. and, or not even boring songs. They're probably good songs, but they just don't have like all that energy to it. So the fact that I get to challenge myself and push myself to another level is like, right, I'm here for it. Hell yeah. Nice. So, so, it, with that being said, let's get into the actual EP itself. EP for the reason being it's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six. No, I can't count for some reason. Six four, songs five, and then one intro. Right, an intro and six songs. There we go. Thank you, sir. You know your math for today. <laughs> um, so, as far as you explained already why it came to be the EP, yeah. you weren't ready just yet for the album. You're still working on it, you know, adding to it as, you know, time progresses, yeah. which is understandable. As far as the EP, I guess we can go to it track by track, you know, as as yeah. much as you want to go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, again, simple enough intro, give it to your raw, which is, I forgot, you might have said it last time, but is that Frankie on the voicemail? Yeah, or? yeah, it's, yeah Frankie. it's Frankie. And then there's some... You can hear Mike laughing in the background, and Franny's in it too. Towards raw. the end, yeah, raw, <laughs> yeah, Mickey. <laughs> Which is just—it's literally us all the time in our like studio sessions. Like, 
we're just fucking around. Like yeah. we put in work, but then we also have mad fun. Like I just put my phone sometimes in that some song <laughs> when we were rehearsing, and I just put the um the the recording. Well, yeah, the voice on. memo. Yeah, yeah, the voice memo on, and I just I have a bunch of those. That's where that came. I would from, imagine. Right? Yeah, yeah. So Especially with so Frankie natural, around, so genuine. Yeah, me. Yeah, me and Frankie. Yeah, like, Frankie. They niggas be wild. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> be saying some wild stuff. But yeah, so I usually leave it on. So I have like a good like 10 minutes worth of just us joking around. Just real genuine. Nobody knew I was recording type thing. But now they'll know because you just said that. So. Well, I already told them. Oh, okay. So they know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I already told them that, yo, like from every now and then I record and y'all don't know because I want to keep it genuine. So. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I forget I'm recording. So <laughs> makes it even better. Have you caught him? I'm Frankie, I'm referring to. Have you caught him, you know. Praising Carla Lane and any of the sessions like he did last episode. Oh, not yet. I need to. Okay. I'm about to. <laughs> Franny, I don't know if you heard the last episode where um everybody was here involved. Yeah, yeah, I heard you know, part of it, yeah. Yeah, Carla Lane was very heavy on the mind of Frankie. <laughs> and I emphasize heavy because she's a big girl too. She's not bad looking, but you know. God bless Frankie. He's got his taste. <laughs> but, <laughs> but given to your raw, that's a that's a nice intro. It reminded me of um God, what was that intro I was thinking of right now? There was a specific intro I was thinking of right now. Well, because of Frankie, I was thinking of the Fish Scale album, I think, from Ghostface. Oh, okay. That one intentionally funny skit where he gives the directions of like how to yeah. get to, like uh, I think, his ass or his dick or whatever yeah, yeah, to the girl yeah, yeah. on the street, whatever, in that realm. But yeah, I like that it was just naturally off guard. You know, nobody knew you were recording, which is, you know, it's it's great to see amongst a group of friends yeah. slash a band <clears throat> yeah. instead of a band slash friends, mm-hmm. you know? That's cool. So then Poison's the next one, which you said, and makes sense after hearing it, was the more one people kind of flocked to as far as, why don't you make more of that sound, the harmonizing, the singing and such. Yeah. Which yeah. I like too. It's a standout. It's, it's clever and it's catchy. Mm-hmm. But you, you said you want to steer away from making those. Well, not steer away. I, I, I want it to be... Um, I want it to be one of those where Brendan is, you know, Brendan does this type of stuff and he also does poison type of things, type of stuff. So, you know, like, you know, things like that. So I, I definitely don't want, I just, I'm, I don't want to be known as the singing rapper mm-hmm. or the soft, um, chick friendly rapper like that that that's just not my sound that's not my style mm-hmm. like i don't want to be known as the rapper that does stuff for the ladies and it's like he's always singing and rapping about some chick like a, it's never that's never been my goal of mine with rapping so yeah even poison is not really like oh a song in, for the ladies yeah because no. the 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 <laughs> message is a little bit different than people might have uh might hear it or think it may be so that 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 was pretty clever. I'm I, oh I'm also pretty um proud of that song that I wrote. Um, it took me three tries. I wrote three whole songs to that one beat mm-hmm. before I even got to the completed poison. Um, so it was the same message, same concept, but I wrote it three times, full song. So like three different hooks and verses, mm. three times. So I literally have three songs to that to to that, but the other two are shitty to me. Obviously. Or you got like the demo version, the scrap. Yeah, but version, I never recorded that. it. They're just all in my note, in my ah. notes. Yeah, yeah. Because didn't we play this when we played like four years ago? Mm-hmm. Like we played Poison. Like, and then when I heard it again, I was like, "Oh wait, this ain't the same." Yeah. Like even some of the little sounds you added, you added a few yeah. other things. I was like, "Oh, 
but the engineering been, and stuff. But you've yeah. been doing this song for you know for a minute. Yeah, making it perfect. Mm. Yeah, so that's yeah. And poison's kind of misleading, not in the sense of it's intentional, but it's it kind of breaks away from what the rest of the project is because, as you said, rugged raw summer, the purpose of two years or such ago when you just said fuck everything and just do what you wanted to do it, it breaks away right into blow mm-hmm. which is just i guess the polar opposite of poison yeah so how did how did blow come up after or how did you sequence that so so okay <clears throat> so so the intro give it to you raw is frankie talking about the brothel houses that they have in flushing those big uh, brothel yeah, 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 hooker yeah. houses in 40th Road. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I don't know from personal. I just I read on the news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so he talks about them brothel houses and um it goes into poison. So poison, um, if you saw the music video, it's about a girl that poisoned me. Mm-hmm. Um, that I went to her crib, you know, so we could, you know, um, get freaky, freaky, litty, litty, <laughs> and she ends up poisoning me, and she's, you know, not the type of girl you would, you would want to fall for, cause she, you know she gonna she gonna kill your joint. However, um, that's in surface uh, what what people hear, mm-hmm. but um, when you look at the lyrics, um, it's actually about I personified the struggle of morality, so um. A lot of us struggle with decision making and and um, morality of what sin or what bad or what good is to you. Mm. And I personified temptation in a way. I personified that and turned that into a woman. So I use a lot of the experiences in my life to drive the personality of the woman. But the woman is in itself not a woman. It's temptation in itself. Mm. So that was actually from give it to you raw is the temptation to do wrong or just, you know, break away and do what you want. And from there, from there, uh, that's how everything trickles down. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So how do you like doing blow live? I love doing blow live. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do it on some pussy one time before I, before I drop dead. That'd be nice. But I'm in blow the song, Brendan. Yeah. How about we go back to that? How do you like doing that live? Uh, I love doing blow live. It is, <laughs> it is one of the most high energy things that we have. And blow is just blow. I would say is the perfect, perfect introduction. That's real like, Brooklyn. That's perfect. Not perfect. Perfect, perfect introduction. <laughs> oh, I just noticed. <laughs> Is the perfect introduction to just who I am as just as the persona of Brendan. Like, Blow is just, I hear everybody telling me how to exist. Like, in this rap game, everybody's selling their piss. Like, that. That's just the, that's the song. Like, I'm so angry that, like, yo, everybody's telling me how to do this, how to do the, how to do that, how to move into this rap game, how to rap, how to do this. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should do that. But, the people that you that you bump to and listen to and shake your ass in the club are total f- freaking like stupid. Like <laughs> it's just stupid. Like selling a piss. Like it's just waste. Yeah, I hear waste, waste on the, on the track. track. Like mm-hmm. I hear y'all bumping to this. Like you bump to these niggas and you want you have the nerve to tell me how to do my shit and how to do my music. Like nah. Like nah. I'm me. I'm who I am. 
This is the person that I'm, this is what I'm going to rap about. You want to listen to that? You can listen to that. I'm all about my music shit and I'm all about what I what I live and what I want to talk about. So that's blow. That's just like, mm. listen, that's blow. Like, And we go off on that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Definitely got that from blow. I, I can imagine just live. It's like, yeah. oh. It's one of sesh. my favorite songs because I also get people to do the, mm. the, the putting the hands up and down, that old, that old school 90s type of hip hop type thing. So. Yeah. And it's just real, real Brooklyn, real yeah. gangster. Like, yeah, it has old school vibes to it. Not on the production standpoint, but like just the cadence and just like the vibe and the, the energy of it. Yeah, the essence of mm. it is real, like old school '90s. Even though the beat is pretty new, it's like yeah. pr- produced pretty new. Yeah. Hmm. So then that flows right into testing. Yeah. Which, um, in the same realm, still intense, mm-hmm. kind of like mm, just mm-hmm. like. It's Brooklyn. It's the best way to describe CP is Brooklyn. It's rugged. It's like a misleading, not again misleading in the bad sense, but just like a kind of intro, like you properly introduce yourself and poison kind of becomes like the little thing, like the kind of sweet talk into it. But then once you hop in the blow, it's like the nitty gritty. you in the face. Exactly. Yeah. The build up to it. <laughs> so what's the magic of the crafting behind testing then? So testing, uh, shout out to Chase. Uh, he used to go to school with me. He produced the beat. Mm. Um, amazing. Um, testing was testing was one of those internal type battles. Um, the the concept, I mean, is the type of the the internal type battles, like um, the testing of of our soul, the testing of who we want to be and who we are. Um, what we go through, the decisions that we make. Um, we're constantly testing ourselves or in a battle with ourselves and on on what exactly we should be doing to either further our career or just for certain intents. So that's what testing is. And they tested mm-hmm. me like to the death of me, like Jesus Christ, I've been on my wave and I'm surfing for my life. Like, like, like I'm on my own wave. I'm, 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 I'm rapping. I'm working hard. I'm doing what I have to do. Like, and I'm surfing for my life. Like, this is not, it's not easy for me. Like I'm still fighting for my life at the same time I'm fighting for my dream mm-hmm. and it's, it's testing me. They're testing me. The two battles, it's testing my insides, testing everything I feel like I want to be or should be. So hmm. that's testing. And then people testing you. And then people testing you. Exactly. <laughs> and then people testing you at the same time with, um, 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 opinions or, or, or pushback, pushback input where should not be no input, mm-hmm. you know? So things like that. And then that, of course, leads into what seems to be probably the crowd favorite, I'm guessing, or the one that involves the crowd the most is Pray for the Week. Yes, 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 I would probably say that, yeah. The energy, of course, the hook, as you said, you crafted too, kind of chimes perfectly to it as far as what you're doing, mm-hmm. as I guess a Brooklynite, as you both are. Pray <laughs> yeah. for the Week when they come amongst you in Brooklyn, of mm-hmm. course, your own stomping grounds. Yeah, exactly. So is that what's behind it? Is that, I guess, the most Brooklyn-y of the whole project track? Pray for the week? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll probably say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's either between Pray for the Week or, or Stuntman. Pray mm. for the Week or Stuntman, that's like real Brooklyn. That's like, that's that's the Brooklyn in me. Like, that's like, Pray for the Week is like, so, so, uh, so the hook goes, riding with the white girl, I keep her in my pocket. Thick chick on me and she 
grabbing on my pockets. Got a dark skin ass on a light skin dude. Got a couple niggas finna start some trouble. That's true. Mm-hmm. So it's like pray for the week. Like what I'm doing, what I'm selling, what I'm pushing may not be the best, but I'm here. We have a good time. I'm with my niggas. Don't look at this life as something that you feel like you should have. You know, pray for the week. Like it's 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 pretty weak minded sometimes to make certain decisions, but you know, fuck it, we got to do what we got to do, type of thing. So it's like, yo, pray for the week, pray for the week, yeah, pray mm-hmm. for the week. So it's like, I'm doing what I got to do. I ain't got no problem with it, but you know, it, it's it's hard living this life. Like this life is hard. The hustling life, the the Brooklyn life, the you know <laughs> that all 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 ties in together as. You know, pray for the week. Life's you know? a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, okay. Well, I, yeah, that's definitely encompassed with that, pray for the week. And it's it's you. It's it's your sense of mercy upon those weaker than you. You're out loud praying for them, if anything. Basically. Having to deal with what you're going through. Yeah. Or they can't compare to, mustered up to what you're actually encompassing. Basically. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> you yeah. can't compare. Yeah. yeah. No. Like, my favorite part of the song is that last verse. I mean, the, like, one of the last lines. On a shit where he's like, I don't know why, but I know I gotta be this sick nigga with the sick shit. Make all these showcases to eat shit when he rip shit. Not a killer, but he know a couple killers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the shit what? Yeah. 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 And I ain't a killer, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I know a couple niggas. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And pray then for the week. from pray for the week, we go to Suntman. Yeah, which I, I'm guilty. I guess I I like Poison. Uh-huh. That's really something I really liked a lot. Obviously, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but also Stuntman was a second choice for me too. Yeah. Off the whole thing too, Stuntman was like uh, my immediate takeaway from it. It, it kind of made sense that you put it on there as far as who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So, how do you like Stuntman? How did that come about? So. Stuntman is the perfect follow-up from Pray for the Week. Um, Pray for the Week has a, after the end of Pray for the Week, there's like a little skit mm. um, that uh, a friend of mine that went to school was talking about how he used to rob hair salons in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a real story. And it was also one of those things where I was recording and he didn't know. Mm. And I hit, of course, I hit him up after him, but like, yo, I recorded this, like, you know, like, you want to be in the, on, on the album? Like, do you mind me putting in it? He's like, no, of course, I don't mind. Like, I appreciate that. Like, you know, I'm not ashamed of what I, I used to do, but, you know, I don't live that life no more. It is what it is type of thing. And he's a real, he was a real hood nigga, too. So. <laughs> is he aware of a statute of limitations, though? Because I hope that comes in. This, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, of course. Good. We just want to keep him safe. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. So. Was robbing grandmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> but it definitely, like, there's no, like, there's no name shout of who oh, that good. is. Yeah. So, like, like. No one would even know. Like, no need. No need. Exactly. So from there goes into stuntman. So pray for the week. Um, it's like you got to live this life. So you got to live a certain life sometimes. You got to sacrifice your morals or make certain decisions, hustling, sell this, sell that, do what you got to do to really sometimes make things happen because, you know, um, we're in a society where we're born into a society where a lot of us don't really have the upper hand. So you got to do what you got to do. Stuntman is basically what it is. It's, it's, it's drug dealing. Like it's, it's hustling. Oh, okay. Okay. okay so, okay. so, okay. So I'm really proud of this hook because Stuntman, um, 
as people know what a stuntman does, stuntman does uh, puts him or herself into high risk situations, mm-hmm. um, flipping, falling, blowing up, everything in order to, um, you know, to 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 do a movie. So a lot of things when you think of a stuntman, what are one of the things like to be a stuntman? What do you have to know how to do? I mean, obviously one of the first things you would say was flipping. Mm-hmm. You know. You could do a backflip. Like stuntmen can do a backflip. You have to. That's one of the staples. So, um, also in the hustling world, when you buy something and you flip it, um, is when you make more money off of a certain product. Mm-hmm. So it's a double entendre, like stuntman, like uh, high risk, high risk, high risk in my pocket. So it's like that high risk situation is in this pocket, but I'm flipping it. Stunt man, backflip, stunt man. So, you know, hustling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's definitely that's what stuntman is. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay, it's definitely one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. And then I guess as a stuntman would on film at least, or mm-hmm. in this sense, you know, flipping his product mm-hmm. as or her product. Let's be you know mm-hmm. fair to the genders. <laughs> Stunt person <laughs> when they try to get away at the end, getaway was um, different. I didn't expect that on. At the tail end, at least, or on the project at all, mm-hmm. but it was it was it was like a bop. It was a groove. I yeah. like it. It was different. So how did that, or how did you come to that decision to include that? So getaway is about mental health and depression. Okay. Um. So that works perfectly to be the last song of the of the project because the first song is my introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, introductions like oh, okay, you know, I kind of get it. It's, it's kind of feel good. Introduction smooth. Then it's punch you in the face. Then it's raw. Then it's like, oh, okay, like this thing is really about it. And then just when you thought that all I could do was what I gave you, I gave you something else. I gave you getaway. So just when you thought that I can only give you songs like Pray for the Week and Blow and Stuntman and Testing and, and you know, some poison, which is nice, but I gave you, then I gave you getaway. So um, it's about mental health, depression. I kind of wanted to make it a groovy song so mm-hmm. that you won't really pay attention to the sadness of the right, lyrics, the you could just, you know, da- dance to it or whatever. Mm. And, um, yeah, so after you're done doing what you're doing, sacrificing your freedom, doing what you got to do to make a living, to make your cut, to make money, to to either put into your music or <clears throat> to do what you have to do in life, you're faced with the decisions of doing the same things over and over again, your routines. You're not really happy. You're depressed. You're going to these clubs flipping whatever you got to flip or doing what you got to do, but you're not happy, mm-hmm. you know, which is why I have some certain lines. It's like, um, um, the niggas that you brought with you, they hate you. The, uh, the, the, the girl, the girls that you chill with, fuck you. No, the girls that you, ch- the bitches that you brought with you, they hate you. The niggas that you chill with, fuck your bitch too. Mm-hmm. You sobered up now. You back with issues, issue, smoke clears. All that's left is just you. You so are a like, good hype man, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the imagery of you going in a club and this smoke machine and all these kind of lights and all this environment, which is like a fantasy because people go to clubs. Um, uh, clubs, people like clubs because clubs give you a fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's a makeup world of, you know, where you kind of want to be. It's an escape. A club is an escape. Like there's bottles there. There's chicks there that look really good. Like you, you single, you want to mingle, like there's drinks there, there's smoke machine, there's music. It's a whole, it hypnotizes you. It's a whole world that you kind of forget the kind of situation that you're in coming into the club. And when the smoke clears and the DJ stops and all that stuff is just you outside, drunk or not drunk, whatever, it's just you. You got to be left with deal with your own 
shit, you mm-hmm. know? And even if you're not in the club, even if you, you know, um, use certain things or substances or whatever you do to escape your reality, when it's all said and done, you're still faced with your reality. So I just want to get away from all this mess, mm. you know? But then I heard my record play, you know? It's like, <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, okay, I'm not really paying attention to, you know... My girl that left me, or this, that, or, or or I'm about to get arrested, or my pops died, or whatever it may be. Like now, I'm here. Like, this is another reality. This is something else. So at least for the moment, right? at least for the moment. Mm. So that's what Getaway's about. Um, then it ends right there. Uh, it ends with no solution. Um, I do not like to give solutions in my music. That's also a fun fact about me. Hmm. I like cliffhangers. I like horror movies that everybody dies. I like things like that. I don't like solutions. Uh, and when I started making music, um, uh, I used to make more of a conscious Christian type of gospel type of music. Mm. And it's essential with gospel music. There's a question and an answer, a solution in the concept because that's just the basis of religion. You know, it's a solution, you know? Right. So, but I've never really liked it. Um, I've always liked to leave cliffhangers and, bad tragic endings and no solutions so it ends with getaway it ends everybody with, gets it everybody gets it it ends with depression it ends with you're left by yourself to cry and with your own shit and that's it ep's done <laughs> you want to feel good again then listen to poison <laughs> you want to feel like the man listen to pray for the week <laughs> whatever and I, and I love that because it's like you said you're, you're a concept person and you really could tell that concept if you go through the top of the, you know, from the album from top to bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you got somebody telling you, like, yo, man, you should check out this these girls over here on 50th. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't go to 49th because that's where Mickey's at. <laughs> <laughs> and then you talk about poison, which is like your battle with like temptation and, yeah. and shit like that. And then to go through all this, like, because that's usually what happens. We feel bad. And instead of actually looking inside of us to fix those things, we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Let me just turn up. Yeah. Let me just be gangster. Yeah. Let me just, you know put this facade so nobody sees and then at the end like even with getaway getaway is a facade itself like mm-hmm. because you hear the song yeah. and even me and i'm playing this the first couple times i heard it i was like oh this is a fun ass song yeah <laughs> and, and now and then you listen to it and it's like you know burst your bubble but nothing nothing bottles of cognac can't process and i'm like and i'm sitting there all sad and shit like, fuck <laughs> fuck you know but it's, it's and that's what i love about it it's shit that you can listen to outside of your norm, you know, mm-hmm. listen to him and really you can take your life and I guess make it better. If you, if you listen to this and go, you know what? This ain't it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, we all, we all put up facades. We all <laughs> battle with shit. And like you said, this, that last song was about depression and shit. Like, you know, nowadays when everybody and their grandma's going through it, like yeah. these are really <clears throat> songs that like elevate the consciousness of, yeah. of people, you know what I'm saying? And then art starts, I mean, then what is it? Life starts to replicate art. Yeah. You know, instead of art replicating life. Replicating life, life. exactly. And the good thing is, at least, well, not so good, but everybody's (laughs) been going through depression forever. But now it's just everybody putting it out there in the open. Yeah. Yeah. At least enough now, brave enough in its own sense to actually say, hey, I am depressed or I'm going through whatever. Yeah. So. And that rugged raw summer is my story. Yeah. like everything that I've went through. So. Mm -hmm. So just kind of generalize this so everybody else can, like, listen to it and feel what I feel. Or whatever. Yeah. So then putting out the EP now, it's been out, of course. Yeah. Does it help you feel better? Did it kind of solve anything you might have left unresolved? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therapy's always been, um, music has always been therapy for me. 
Um, after after writing those songs, a lot of those songs allowed me to deal with certain things. So like when I wrote Blow, <clears throat> it's funny because when I wrote Blow, I wrote it in response to um, a middle school kid. Um, <laughs> he okay. So <laughs> I used to work with a lot of middle schoolers and kids, and, and yeah. anybody that knows me, um, I love kids. So that's one of the things I'm very passionate about: the youth and youth development in in general. So there was this middle schooler that um was saying like 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 little pump and and all these guys are like are good rappers and like <laughs> he's basically saying like yo fuck all these other rappers like nobody wants to hear about like what you go through in your story like niggas want to turn up this is little seventh grader and like I wasn't gonna argue with this kid. He got you in your bag, but he got me in my bag. That's a fact. So, on the train going home, um, I did, I I let ten trains pass by, pass me by because I wanted to hear the beat and write to it. So I didn't go home. I didn't go on the train. I was still in that train station I'm from stop my job. One three, so I could write some hits. Yeah, exactly. So I missed the stop like 15, 15 trains. I let it go by, and I was just writing this song. Like, nah, I got this inspiration from this kid, and I'm not angry at this kid. But I'm angry at 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 um body embodies at, at yeah at, at what his statement represented or like his thought process of his life. thought process what his thought process represented and and how he's not the only one that thinks like that mm-hmm. there's older people than him oh, that yeah. think that way yeah so that was the response to just that kind of like thought process like oh nah 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 mm-hmm. so you know <laughs> uh and that really resolved it that really resolved my my feelings for it like. Next day I came through. I wasn't angry at that kid no more. <laughs> and it, it, it also allows me to deal with that kind of thought process. Did you Testing. come back with the Tims the next day to see him? I was on. I wore the Tims that day, and I swear <laughs> I wore it the next day as well. At that point, I had the black and the butters, so oh. yeah, I put on the black ones the next day. You feel me? That's that's real, Brendan. The black Tims. Facts. Now, since you brought up Tim so much, the last episode, this episode, it's it's part of your persona. It's part of your. Do you bring it on stage with you too, Tim's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly, yeah. Does he bring it to every show, Franny? Not, Not every, every show. show. You know what I'm oh. saying? The summer month, we, the summer ones. Yeah, we throw on some vans and shit. Yeah, my mom's made me feel bad. She said, "Why? That's so stupid. You want to wear Tim's in the summer?" I'm like, "Okay, mom. All right, cool." So, but yeah, we definitely. And then, um, damn, what's the song that you mentioned it? Night. On, yeah, night. Night has Tim's. So there's one line. It's like, Tim's on to the Lord, get us. Woof, woof. Come and so, chill for some hood, fellas. Come so you know what I'm saying? Hood, when we fellas. do that song, I, I, I even I pull out the, the Tim's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stomping the ground in the front just so they know what's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, bringing it back to Tim's, of course, Tim talk. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my Tim talk. <laughs> Hey, that could be a little sub-series. Why not? Hey, Yo, Tim Talk. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Hashtag, of course. <laughs> but have you ever had to deal with Timberlands on your person besides your feet? Have you ever gotten stomped out? Have you ever gotten kicked by a pair of Tims? With some Tims? Nah, thank God. Mm-hmm. You, Franny? Nah, nah, thank God, nah. I well, right. I got jumped before. I don't know if if they was wearing Tims. They probably was, but I never, I never got, like, on stomped my face, out? like... Nah. Nah, I never had That was like my scariest my thing. That's disrespectful. That was like the first thing I heard learned about gang activity in my neighborhood was that these Latin kings was stomping some niggas out with Tim's on. That's and I was always <laughs> I was always afraid of Tim's. I was like, yo, you see a nigga with Tim's, you're like, all right, let me not press yo, him too much. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that, 
Because I got stepped on my toes with them, and even that was bad enough. So I can imagine on my face. Uh, and you want to crowd walk with Tim's on. That's evil. <laughs> you hear this motherfucker? Huh? That's pretty evil. You didn't want to do that. You want well, to crowd walk? walk? Well, I mean, I've I've kind of stomped someone when I was in <laughs> Tim's on before. <laughs> so it hasn't happened to him. But I've done it before, like you unlucky, know, some unlucky fellas around there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, but it was a, it was like a fight. It was legit. Like I wasn't jumping nobody. Like it was oh, a okay. legit fight. Like You're scrapping. Yeah, I was defending myself, but I got too carried away. I had the Tim's <laughs> on. He was on the floor. I stomped that nigga. It wasn't like repeatedly. Like it was just like two stomps. <clears throat> yeah, like I stomped it and I just kicked him <laughs> in the stomach with it. So I only stomped his face once. I wasn't like. You Kicking know. his jaw. Open yeah, shit. nah, that's OD. Like, I ain't trying to take nobody's life. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was. It was just a fight. You know, sad enough. I have to attest that Timberlands are, you know, pretty bad to get hit with because yeah. I got kicked in the head uh, by Redman at a EPMD show like oh, ten years ago. Oh, you did? Because he by was, accident. He got accident. Yes, of course. You know, I love Redman. Always been a fan of his, but he was like getting too into it. He stage dived at one point, and I was in the front at BB King's. <laughs> so you know how BB King's is set up. Yeah, I'm relatively tall compared to the stage. So when oh, he wow. leapt, I, I looked away at my at my uh, disposable camera. That's way back when. Yeah. Well, when I looked back up, all I saw was a big fat black Tim. The tip of it just coming at my oh, head. Oh, still toe hit you? Me. Yeah. Yeah. I was... So he caught me off the side of the head. Yeah. But I'm definitely. proud to say I got assaulted by Redman. So, you know, it's all right. <laughs> and it was by accident. So, you know, you know so, you know, it was all right. when we all come up, he owes me a favor, if anything, for doing that. <laughs> or nice. if he wants statute of limitations passed. So I, I don't even have a suit for that. So it's all right. <laughs> or, or if he still has Tim's gift to you as a gift and sign it. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Memorabilia. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on display, too. You know, I mean, I don't know how big you want to give away stuff, too, but now it reminds me of um, a couple months ago, there was a daylight show at mm -hmm. some pier downtown the city. Mm -hmm. I got there late. It was a long day. I got there late. So at the very end of the show, I caught that. But it was also Seinfeld Day at the Brooklyn Cyclone Games that day. Oh, nice. I went and they gave away a little, um, if you're a Seinfeld fan, you know, a Fusili Jerry, like a replica. It's like a little statue, like a thing from oh, an okay. episode. Okay. So a little trinket. So when I went to the Daylight show, I caught the very end of it. Um, I can never say his name right. Trujillo, one of the, uh, the one with the beard and like curly hair. And, yeah, I know. And Dela, yeah. The chubbier one. So um, he stayed afterwards. He was like, oh, just like doing selfies or whatever. So I was like, hey, are you in the Seinfeld? He's like, yeah, why? It was like, oh, I just gave away my little trinket to him. He was like, oh, wow, that's so cool, oh, wow. whatever. So I did get a selfie with him. Well, he's on the stage. I'm in the front. So, you know, he was cool like that. Yeah. But I told him, hey, remember me when you take that with you to your office or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I got another favor to call you in. You got another favor to Hopefully. call in. You're, you got Lord willing, I got a favor to call in. You got the whole in. industry like it. So I'm going to give you two USBs. I'm going to give you two USBs with my music. You're going to give one to Redman. You're going to give one to um, the, the, the nigga. And then now you're the next one who, who owe him a favor. And then I owe you a favor. Then it all transcends down, yeah. Transcends. Everybody owes everybody. I'll, 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 you know, when I get big, you know, <laughs> we niggas get big. Pause. Hit up the, you know, feel me? Hit up the networks. Like, yo, Joe Budden's podcast. <laughs> Move that to another day, another time. Make some, make some room, right? <laughs> Don't tell Angel. He he has his old thing against Joe Button. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't let him get involved. <laughs> right, rightfully so. 
Hey, yo. Yo, but this was fun, though. Thank you guys so much again, Thanks, especially, of course, to Realist Brendan. Brendan, only one, of course. <laughs> you ever thought of changing that? You know, Realist Brendan, of course, you're the only Brendan with two E's, so that I know of, at least. You know, the, the yellow pages don't exist no more, so, yeah, so we can't really verify otherwise. Damn. But, um, Damn. unique Brendan, unanimous Brendan, ubiquitous Brendan. The only Brendan. D-A or T-H-E? D-A. Duh. <laughs> well, I like, I like the Brendan of the Brendans. The Brendan of Brendan. The realist of the Brendans. The, the realist. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the whole tree of life. You're the only one that everybody only, else stems from. The oracle of Brendans. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, this is, of course, the realist Brendan. When I die, I want uh, one of those white T-shirts with me and angel wings. Oh, facts. Yeah, and I, instead of a halo, I want Tim's on top of my head. <laughs> just, floating, yeah. floating Tim. Floating Tim's tied that, together. Would that be the end goal? I think you talked about that last episode to, to get like an endorsement of sorts from Timberland. Yes, please. I need oh, that. Holla at I us. That. I need that. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, I one time did a photo shoot and one of my photos got taken by Timberland. What? And used us as like their sponsor dad. Are you serious? Yeah. Yo, Timberland, you owe me some. Go on gag. They lifted from you? <laughs> nah, nah, they didn't lift it from oh, me. Okay. My friend was doing like, he got sponsored by them. What? He was doing like brand ambassadoring and he did like a, we did like a photo shoot and then they <laughs> took one of my images and and it's like that because I'm like a contractor so they mm. get the image, they don't have to like pay for it but yo, yeah. you can holler at me with some some butters was good. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Talk to us. All we need is four pairs. <laughs> Mike don't wear Tim's, so I'll take we can share. <laughs> we can share. Yeah, we Does Frankie? Share. I think he'll probably nah, I don't think he does he? He probably would wear him, I guess. Cause yeah, because I don't know how Mike is gonna be drumming in Tim's. Yeah, no. Yeah. And he does that double pedal shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, just is like ten pounds on your feet, so. <laughs> Yeah. When I when I play with them on, I, I jump an inch less. And then yo, <laughs> you jump an inch less, and it still goes boom. <laughs> you hear the feedback on the mics and shit. <laughs> <laughs> the Tim resonator. Tim resonator. <laughs> What's that filter in your Tim resonance? But <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> Why does he sound like a tea kettle right now? <laughs> Brooklyn niggas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas sound like they're having a heart attack and shit. Yo. <laughs> it reminds me of Zach Galifianakis <laughs> between two oh, yeah. ferns. Oh, between- <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, I love that show. He made a movie out of it in yeah. Netflix. Or he does that too in that movie with um Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. Oh, due date? Due date, yes. <laughs> That's underrated, that movie, by the way. I love that movie. <laughs> you know where I when my wife was giving birth? Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> he does it in Dinner for Schmucks, too. <laughs> I love that movie. Not the one where he was like, uh, Father, you were like a dad I never had. You were like the dad I never had when he was giving his ashes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's just smoked your dad. I mean, we just drank your dad. <laughs> oh, Rosie <man>. Hyman. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that movie, great. 
But thank you guys again, though, for coming through. Thank really you. appreciate it. And of course, this is all in advance of how could we forget? Come on. Who's going to forget? <clears throat> and how can you forget after the fact once it's done in the history books, written off? Let's get it. Let's get that. Uh, what is that tax form? 1095, whatever? 1099? 1099. There you go. <laughs> Who does taxes? Not me, of course, but you know. <laughs> Well, you know, I am Sam. I do. I, I get my whatever document you call from work every year. So, so yeah, I do mine's. You do is yours, right? Yeah, Guys? we do is okay. ours. Oh, fuck taxes. We does it. Yeah. Taxes is stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> That's for your next episode. <laughs> I think taxes were created by the lizard men that are trying to hide in some bunker. All the reptilians? The reptilians, the reptilians. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm still mad about 920. That failed. Oh, yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. Nobody was storming. Area 51. I was hoping somebody got vaporized at least. And that'll break <laughs> Man, the news or something. Somebody really We uncovered the ray ran. gun. Somebody somebody really Naruto ran in front of, in back of the the, the camp. Yeah, the news segment, yeah. Someone actually did that. Yeah. Funny enough, I think it does help you run faster though. You did, did kind of go by fast. No, nah, it does. You've tried it? Yeah. No, nah, I wouldn't do it, no. I've tried it. You have to try it in Tim's though. I have tried it in Tim's. What was this? I almost toppled over. <laughs> I was in middle school. I was in middle school. You had was, Tim's on in middle school? I was wearing Tim's since birth. My mom had the baby Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That's a real life story. Yo, Brendan was stopping people out at age six. <laughs> Not even age six months. Nigga, oh. six months. I had the baby Tim's. The one he with the soft way bottoms. Out his mom. With the soft bottoms. <laughs> the soft st- oh, yeah. St- <laughs> he came out the womb. Came out Tim's first. Stop. <laughs> Instead of slapping my ass, the doctor took a took a Tim a Tim off the foot. And I was crying. crying. Cause I, yeah, yeah. Put it back. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, October eleventh, one year anniversary. Oh yeah. Wow. Get there. You have to get there. So we have our one year anniversary, um, of our realest sound. No, I have my tickets show. now. It's born advance, and also we'll be meeting with shout That's out to it. DJ Loud One. Oh yes, as you mentioned our our boy in common. Yes. Pause. Um. You know, yes. from college. Yes. At least for me from college, yeah. He'll be there. He helped me to it now. So, nice. and I'm making sure this week, too, it's not intensive for me like it was last time. So, I'll definitely be there this time. Nice. And it's early. So, yeah. You know, we got Freddie P there. Yes, sir. We got Frankie Payne there. That's right. We got Mike there, too, as well. Mm-hmm. All the elements coming together to form the Voltron in this sense of on October 11th. Yes. The realest of Brennan's, of course. We have new merch. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. We new have merch. hoodies this time. We still have our T-shirts as well. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be selling. We have our hoodies. Is it the same design from the shirt for the hoodie, or is it different? No. So that's the shirt is mm-hmm. that one with the other skull on the back, mm-hmm. and then with the skull that you see on the flyer. Okay. That's going on the hoodie. Oh, the one with the Brooklyn cap. Yeah. With the Brooklyn, yeah. Ooh, so that we're gonna, nice yeah. So we're gonna that, have orange hoodies and black hoodies. I wanted that hoodie. Now I can't do it. Why not? He's got Brooklyn on the front. I'm from Queens. Ah. I can't. <laughs> no. Angel wasn't lying last episode. I have a, I have a Queens biased. I, I'll admit, you know, my, my Brooklyn uh, affection goes, you know, to Hove. I, I admire and respect Hove. But beyond that, it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> I, I tread the waters. No, 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 no. You got you to pull up a one. Pull up. Oh, and speaking of pull up, like, if you do pull up with the... The merch that we sold at right. the last show. This free one. entrance. Free, free entrance, entrance, as long as you wear it and bring a friend that's never seen us live. Oh, we had to do all that? But that's easy, because you don't want to Where's that on the flyer? It's on the flyer. It is? 
No, no, that's not, not the front 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 But that's on the um, that's on like the advertisements I've been doing. You got a boy to work and bring a friend that's ever seen you before. I mean, but either well, way, well, you, just bring a friend. Just bring a friend because you. Don't it doesn't have to, to be. Alone. It doesn't have to be that we've never seen us before. Just bring a friend. What if I got a friend? Do I get half off at the door? Nah, you no, don't you pay. get free. You get him free. Yeah, without the merch on. No, you gotta have the shirt on. You gotta have the shirt on. You gotta have the merch on and bring a friend. Yeah. And bring a friend. What if I do half and half? What if I do the merch but no friend? Then come on, come on down. Hmm. I mean, just but we encourage to bring a friend. Just, just so we could, you know, add on to the, you know, the crowd, bring somebody. That it's it's part of the 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 tactic where, like, you know, when you do shows, someone that likes you, they bring a friend, and that bring mm, brings a friend. So it's just part of that. I mean, obviously, if someone says, "Yo, I couldn't find a friend. I'm a lonely <laughs> person, but I have a shirt on. Can I get in? Sure, come on in." No. But we just <laughs> encourage, you know, bring a friend. I don't know if you guys are fans of like Kirby enthusiasm, but. I feel this is more like a question in that realm. Like, what if I wear the merch, I bring a friend, and he brings a friend? Do I get money back? No. Do I get reimbursed? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, if you want, you get a, you know what I'm saying? A, if you uh, want, you get a free sticker. <laughs> you get a hug from the band. <laughs> you get a sticker. Get a group, no, the group hug sounds all right, though. Yeah, that's, that's your whole thing? The what? The group uh, hug. The group hug? Oh, okay. From the band. And you get a group picture. Ooh. How about a group hug in the picture? Yeah, let's do that. Have let's someone that. else take the picture so we everybody's involved. We're all hugging in the picture. <laughs> <clears throat> I like that. Or we can do like the Anchorman thing where they jump outside the building when they're oh, yeah, the, the, so the, shoot the, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. <laughs> My shit. Two was kind of a letdown. Yeah. yeah. One was so classic, but two was like, it had its points. But two was Two was a letdown, but it was fun, especially at the end. It was just so stupid. It was fun. I like love, when everybody came out, like Kanye West, and everybody was fighting at the they, end. They botched that part, though. They it was did. Like, it was just like too much. But it was it was too much. But it was like this is funny. Oh, and calling back to uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Um, I know you mentioned I have to go see it. The making of, as you yes, mentioned, it's on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Just put in the making of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It's a YouTube <laughs> channel that they have that for a lot of his, his albums. They have that for every album oh, okay. of his. And they they even have one that I, I didn't see yet. I think it just came out. The Making of Damn oh, yeah. uh, by Ooh. Kendrick. Yeah. I think I, I saw an ad for that actually. So, well, you yeah. probably saw the um they came out with the dice is this podcast on um That's what I saw. On Spotify. It's called yeah. Dissect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they do like they dissect albums. So oh. they, they have one for damn now. Nice. I think they oh, did my dark I gotta double check. Nice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, I was bringing that up because hopefully that helps washes away the memories of the film that came with my beautiful Dark Tooth's Fantasy, the little short movie he did. The Runaway film? Yeah. Uh, that shit was so trash. Oh, you didn't like it, the Runaway film? I wanted to. It was so abstract, I think, for me that I couldn't like it because it was just too all over the place. It was. I mean, yeah. It, it was a lot, a lot of... I think it was like... I think it was just Kanye being overly like Kanye. Mm-hmm. Way too yay. Yeah, he was being yay. He was really being yay. And then Anchorman 2 really fleshed out the fact that he is a pretty bad actor. He's a terrible. He's Yeesh. even a, he even sucked. And Drake at, um, is bad too. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, but that really stamped that. He's a terrible actor. I don't see how people like the grassy because uh, he looked too lively to be in a wheelchair too, from what I saw. Yeah. I think it was just the show that movement. people liked. But yeah, they're they're both terrible <laughs> actors. And Kanye, um, 
Kanye was even bad in the Family Guy. No, Cleveland episode. Remember the Cleveland ah, episode yeah, with yeah, the yeah, Illuminati? Yeah. It was a voiceover and it was still bad. <laughs> he wasn't. He, it was just his voice and it was. I was like, it was cringy. Like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully that helps washes away from. It. I'll have to look that up. So because that short film, whatever was, yeah. Salida Ebank, so it was nice. Yeah, yeah, nice to look at. But <laughs> drawing away from a great album and of course speaking of a great EP thank you again so much to Brendan for coming in yep. you can thank catch you. him on IG at the re- at at Realist Brendan Let's get it. two E's Let's get it. no A's in Brendan no A's in Brendan we got Franny P in the building course yeah. at underscore Franny P the bass player for the group embodiment of Brendan Let's get it. October 11th they'll do their thing Oh yeah. Uh, do me a favor. Tell me where it's gonna be at because I don't have the info in front of me. I- it's gonna be at Hollow. <clears throat> That's in Ridgewood. Uh, so it's it's, it's still kind of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's, yeah, it's, it's Ridgewood. Like, it's Ridgewood Bushwick. Ridgewood it's, Bushwick type it's of. It's like the borderline. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right in the borderline, yeah. right on Wyckoff, which borders. So it's Wyckoff and, and Decatur, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hollow. Hollow. The name of the place. Hollow's the is the the name of the the venue. It's a really nice venue, by the way. Really? It's a little bit bigger. It's a little bit bigger than uh, Gold Sounds. Okay. It's really nice. It the sound is um the sound the 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 aesthetic of it the lights and everything is really nice. So I'm really excited to be there. It's gonna be our first time at that venue. Okay. So we're definitely gonna try to make that like the go to the go to venue. Nice. We're trying. We're actually looking for like a venue to be our go to, like All just right. to really build there, like really build, build, build there, and just make it big. Well, let's see how Hollow turns out to be. Hopefully, it's a promising joint. Yes, yes, yes. And, of course, we can't forget shout-outs to Frankie. Let's get it. Couldn't be here, but, hey, might as well be here next time, as well as Mike. We'll try to have him in here, too, as well. Angel. Don't forget October 11th, the one-year anniversary of The Realist Sound from The Realist of Brendan's. Yes. Realist Sound Entertainment, right? The Realist of Brendan's. Yeah, Realist Sound Entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) RSE. You That's know what right. It is. Get your tickets on Eventbrite, or if you happen to cop merch from the last event, bring it on your physical form. He'll let you in. Well, he might consider it at the door, depending on you know if you brought a friend or not. You know, if you can't bring a friend, bring a friend, and have them bring a friend too. And hopefully, there's a discount we can talk out too. You know, senior citizens you possibly know. as well too. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about them? If they come along, yeah. yeah. What if oh, like yes. an old person passes along, like, hey, I like that sound. Uh, come in. Yeah. Come, come in. Yeah. Yeah. But do they get a senior citizen discount? A senior citizens? Nah, yeah, they come in for free. Oh, they come in free. Okay. Yeah. Nah, fuck that, yo. Everybody <laughs> paying. Everybody paying. Stop playing. If she look like she about to die, <laughs> if she look like she about to die, I'll walk them into her paradise, into the paradise. She's um, going to have a heart attack in there. <laughs> yeah. The energy going to be too hot for her. She's going to have to take some pills and shit. Her yeah. fucking... So you're going to dedicate Pray for the Week to her? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, we're going to dedicate it. Let's come up with an old lady name, and I'll dedicate it to Got her. Bernice. So, Bernice. Bernice? Bernice? How about Mabel? Mabel. 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 Yeah. That's it. I, yeah, because so if Grandma 11, Mabel come through... October 11th, Pray for the Week is dedicated to Mabel. Yeah, Mabel. If you know Mabel... <laughs> I'm saying... Come true. <laughs> bring her too. But it's, yeah, bring everybody. Bring your grandma, your moms, your dog, like everybody. <laughs> your dog. I got allergies, so please, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to pet him. So. What if we got a service dog? You'll have to let him in. Oh, yeah. 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 
but not like no like a real service animal, not like no bullshit one. Because yeah. they be giving like chihuahuas service animal and shit. Like, well, that's oh, still a dog. It's like, an, it's like an emotion. It's <laughs> no an emotional. Canines, it's no an canines. emotional support. No canine. Yeah, no units. canine. No um German well, shepherds. No canine units because no Nazi dogs. You know, we might have some stunt man <laughs> in the building. Yeah, you know stunt person, Brittany. Come on, be sensitive. <laughs> Nowadays we gotta, you know, a cater stunt, to all the a gender. Stunt binary individual. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second, now I feel. Hold offended. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna hit a lyric. So, on October 11th, one year anniversary. Shout out to who this is. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me. All right. So, I'm thinking of changing the name of the song "Stuntman." To stump binary. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know what you think. <laughs> now, I'm happy now. Now I can bring my emotional support peacock. I'm in the building now. <laughs> oh, nah. I don't like uh, birds. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. It, it doesn't fly high. It's multicolored. No, no, no. It's NBC logo. You Le- might have to work with them in the future. Leave them home. <sighs> Damn. And especially if your bird is snitch. You know what I'm saying? We don't want no six nine. No, I didn't. I didn't invite Takashi. What are you talking about? No, he's doing his thing on the stand. What are you talking about? What? 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 Takashi. That bird been singing. He's up on the stand doing all that. But yeah, thank you guys again for coming through. Anytime, anytime. Thank you. Something spectacular. Who this? Franny P. Brandon, of course. Yeah. Be at the show. Yeah. Everybody should be there. Let's get it as best you can. Come on now. And I need that hoodie, by the way. Got to buy that off your person. As soon as it's ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming through again. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having Thank me. You. And we'll Thank see you. you at the show. Hopefully, oh, yeah. I have your permission in advance to film a little bit, if that's cool. Yes. Yeah, come through. Awesome. Right, and, sorry, you wanted to add in something, Freddie? Nah, just make sure y'all there. Because if oh. y'all not there, yo, y'all slacking. Real talk. Like I said, tell everybody. You know what I'm saying? How many bodies? Everybody. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys again. Appreciate it. Let's get it. Here we are.